hello everyone welcome to social media introvert today's guest is felicia styles hi i kind of told you the rundown of how this is going to go already and things and let's just dive into it okay let's do it fine so um introduce yourself tell people what you do all that stuff um so i'm felicia and um what do i do (laughs) (laughs) so um i i kind of okay here i go i told you i might get deep i kind of am like two separate people so i have internet felicia which is not different than offline felicia Mm -hmm. but um i don't i feel like i do share a lot but then i don't so offline felicia who just got home from work Mm -hmm. works at a university and i work in marketing and pr and social media photography basically all that stuff uh, (laughs) at a university and then online felicia um sometimes i make videos i'm getting better at making them again consistently mm-hmm. and um i also co-host a podcast called overheard the pantry with my friend courtney who lives across the country from me you just grazed against a lot of my questions i was like is she gonna answer all my questions right now um deeper into them that was just kind of baseline yeah totally wait is that a snake ring your finger is that a snake ring um no 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 so i have Uh a um i have a ring on my i don't know is this like a ring finger but not your ring finger not your married finger and it's um one of those like spoon rings what are they called Uh, you know what i'm talking about but it has um like a little bird on it and it reminds me of harry styles because he has bird tattoos on his chest and i love harry styles oh okay i was wondering because i just bought a snake ring and i was like oh match (laughs) um so like what got you into like youtube and social media like what was that first thing that kind of made you like hey i want to do that too so i think it's just because i just started watching youtube a lot um Mm -hmm. and so one of the first people that kind of inspired me to do it was um ingrid nielsen who was miss glamorazzi on youtube Mm -hmm. and uh, i remember watching this video where she talked about what kind of got in got her into youtube and um she was talking about how like she's a very shy person and youtube kind of like broke her out of her shell Mm -hmm. and i was like I'm very shy. So I was like, why don't I give this a try? Uh, So that's kind of how it started for me. And I really kind of feel like it helped a lot with that Mm -hmm. because I don't know, you you just get used to sharing things with people and connecting with people. And I just feel like that helped a lot with that. So I don't know. I just, I've always, I've always loved video. Whenever I was like little, um, I used to like run around with my best friend and we'd like film on uh, a little camcord that had the little mini tapes. You know what I'm talking about? They're like little tiny tapes and then you have to put them in a VCR to watch them. (laughs) (laughs) I have boxes and boxes and boxes of those that I'm trying to go through and digitalize. But so yeah, I've, I've always loved video and it was just something that I was like, hmm, I could do that. Yeah, well, you're doing pretty good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, how long have you been on YouTube? Because I only known you since February last year. No, that's a lie. 2017. 
when you were that put when you were at Place DC, you did the panel. I found that video oh. and I commented. Okay. Fun. Yeah, that's so cool. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started doing YouTube in 2000. I, I started in at like near the end or middle of 2014, but I wasn't really like in it. I was just kind of like playing around like I'll try a little makeup tutorial and just uh-huh. see how it goes. Um, but then I like started being a little bit more consistent around 2015. Oh, that's when I started. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> it's like we crossed paths without even I knowing. Know. <laughs> cool. Um, so Felicia does content. Well, it kind of varies, truth be told, from what I've seen. Um, yeah. She does a lot of like reviews. A lot of the things that I like that she does the most is her um reaction videos. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and <laughs> um, and when it comes to like the content, did you originally? intend to do reaction videos and stuff or did you have like a different idea um i'm trying to think of why i started doing reaction videos okay so i think i'm pretty sure the first like reaction music type video that i did Mm -hmm. was um when taylor swift made her comeback and released look what you made me do Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that was the first music thing no i didn't i didn't (laughs) The first music video I read to was Harry Styles for, for Sign of the Times. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure the only reason I did it was just because uh, my friend Courtney, who is also on YouTube, um, if you guys don't know Courtney Revolution, he and I, like when we sit around and watch videos, like I just react to them naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like we're not filming. I'm just sitting there like making the dumbest comments, like <laughs> doing the dumbest things, just trying to make everybody laugh while mm-hmm. I'm watching just like a video in general. So I was like, well, why don't I just like film myself doing that? And because it's like like Harry or Taylor, stuff like that, that I react to, because it's like somebody that I love, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know I'm gonna give a good reaction. Yeah. So it's not like like I have to fake it or anything, you mm-hmm. know? It's just it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's like something that I would be doing even if the camera wasn't on. Like I cut the camera on and obviously you're filming, so you're like a little more exaggerated than you normally would be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like I would be doing this if I were just sitting here without a camera anyway. So why don't I just film? So a lot of times I'll like I'll just film it, and if it's not good, I just won't put it up. Mm. So I haven't come across that, but that's that's <laughs> what, that's what I go in the mindset of just listen to it and enjoy it, and show like a natural reaction. Yeah, because I, I feel like nowadays a lot of reaction videos, some people tend to like overdo it. Yeah. And it's like it's it, it gets kind of obvious sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like we want to see you enjoy the music and enjoy the experience, not yeah, really yeah. try to be the funniest automatically. Right. Yeah. But you know, people learn. You kind of talk about someone who inspired you to do YouTube. Uh, Ingrid, is what you said? Yeah, uh, Miss Glamorazzi. She. I'm not sure. I think she still makes videos. I haven't watched her channel in a long time. Mm-hmm. But she was she's literally the creator of Vlogmas. You know the iconic Vlogmas? Oh, really? She started Vlogmas, yeah. Oh wow, I never knew that. <laughs> a legend. Because <laughs> I was gonna ask you, um, did she like inspire you uh like your content? Like your original idea of content? Yeah, because I mean whenever I first started, I didn't really know what kind of videos I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. So I think naturally for I think a, a lot of girls, not every girl, but for a lot of girls, were like, oh, we'll do makeup. Because mm-hmm. that's just kind of like Automatic the response. first thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's kind of what I started out doing is like, 
little unboxings of like Ipsy box or something like that mm-hmm. or just like makeup reviews or get ready with me that kind of stuff nice nice um so that's all my youtube stuff for now so let's just kind of okay. jump into like random topic questions that i've always wanted to ask oh cool um so like i said before i knew felicia from 2017 from a video she did of her at playlist dc that the um, harry styles one no it was i think it was a vlog no, 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 no. I think it was Harry Styles. Because I found out about your... Yeah, because I think I found your channel, and that was the video, your most recent video, and I watched that one. Oh, okay. I, I'll be honest with you. This is all about being honest here on this podcast. I found you very intimidating when I first knew of you. People tell me, listen, you are not the first person that told me that. It's so strange. Why? The thing that, found that was intimidating to me is because you seemed like you had your shit together. And really? when people <laughs> and when people on social media seem like they have their shit together in terms uh-huh. of like um you know making connections and growing an audience and stuff like that, I find that intimidating because it's like, well, they probably won't acknowledge me, someone as small as compared to them. So I was like, she would never give me the time of day. She would <laughs> never look my direction <laughs> because we're not at the same level. So I found oh you intimidating. God. Wow, that I don't know. That's really funny to me, and you're you're not the first person to tell me that. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I I don't know if it's because I'm I'm like kind of like quiet and reserved. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. <laughs> like I'm not very good at just like um, small talk. Yeah, me too. Especially if I like first meet somebody. Mm-hmm. So if I ever give off those vibes, y'all, I swear I'm 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 not mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very very welcoming, and I will talk to anybody. I don't, and I would I would never do that you know that now yeah, but like I'm like I have like some fr- like friends and stuff you know and I'll be like I haven't even watched their channel yet and then like a year later I'm like looking at their channel and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not up to this quality why are they talking to me because <laughs> then because then so like that was my first impression and then after that I feel like you didn't like me because I of people I knew like the friends no. that I know no that's not the case yeah, I, I kind of figured that because we finally met at Playlist Orlando last year. And I was like, oh, she's pretty nice. Maybe I was yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we kind of became like mutuals online first. Then we got to know each other. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think I looked at your channel because you were in a collab channel, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I found you through that. Because oh, I was fun. like watching all of those people on that channel. And then I saw you and I was like, this guy's really funny. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that's how I found you. Um, well, that's a little background story for everyone, if you didn't know. I'm glad you brought that up because I tend to forget how I meet people. Mm, me too. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute, Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, you don't really think about it like when you like, when you start to know someone, but then it just randomly pops to your head. Sometimes I'm like, wait, how do I know you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, My next question that you kind of covered lightly, what you do outside of social media. Um, So it's like, how long have you been doing that job of like working with social media? So um, I graduated from college in 2014, (laughs) which sounds scary. (laughs) But I graduated college in 2014. And whenever I was in college, I worked in the marketing department Mm -hmm. of um, the college I 
work at slash attended mm-hmm. and uh, a, a position happened to become come open for, for a full-time employee not just a student mm-hmm. like right when I graduated and it was for graphic design which is what I have my degree and I have a um, bachelor of fine arts mm-hmm. and I focused in photography and graphic design and then I got a minor in psychology so it just kind of like naturally opened up and I got through all the interviews um somehow (laughs) um and that's kind of what I started doing whenever I first joined the marketing team and then um the university felt the need for a full-time social media person and um we kind of had like uh, some like things happened where we were like okay we need somebody like on social media all the time and um they just kind of created that position for me oh it's like a blessing so, in disguise yeah so since 2015 i've been working as a full-time employee that's good it plus it fits like what you do now so it's like it's perfect for you it does and i do a lot of um video for the university so mm-hmm. that that's kind of cool too yeah. I get to like produce videos and stuff. So, getting paid to do what you love is always yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, question I've always wanted to ask: um, How do you meet Ricky? I've always wanted to hear the story. So, um, let me think back. Okay, 2015 was the first playlist live DC, mm-hmm. and so, for you guys listening, if you don't know, um, our friend Kaylee. Um, has this like creator track that she she's brilliant and she like pitched to Playlist Live a YouTube convention and um, it's for smaller channels so us <laughs> <laughs> and this was the first time that they were doing it at Playlist Live DC mm-hmm. and this was the first Playlist Live DC ever so I just applied to it because I didn't know anybody I literally knew nobody in the YouTube community at all and I don't know how I came across Community Unite or anything but I somehow did (laughs) I think I was searching it on Facebook I don't know and I was like all right well I guess I'll go to Playlist Live DC because Playlist Orlando in 2015 was my first YouTube convention ever so DC came around applied to that somehow they picked me for the panel my me and my 200 subscribers got picked for the panel and so this was the only one that was taking place at playlist live dc first dc ever so they were like we'll start out slow so i think okay so i applied for a playlist live dc panel i'm not supposed to see you right now right because i don't see you oh hold on there we go (laughs) so i applied for a panel at playlist live dc got on it 2015 Went in the group, um, I, or Kaylee sent an email out, and she said, like, who else is going to be in the panel? Mm-hmm. And so, naturally, you're going to go and research everybody else that's going to be in the panel with you, right? Because you got to see who yeah. is going to be on there. Mm-hmm. So, I find Courtney, Courtney Revolution. Courtney and I were both selected for the panel. We had no idea who each other were. We both checked each other's channels out, and Courtney ended up um, tweeting me, being like, oh my god, I can't wait to meet you. Mm-hmm. So I went and um, looked at some of Courtney's like popular videos. Like, you know, you go on and you say most viewed, because I want to see, you know, what's got the most what you on your channel, for. so I can see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And Courtney had a video, I think it was like, something like, things I love about Ricky Dillon, or something. I don't remember what it was. You can go look it up and see what <laughs> what it is. It's some video about Ricky Dillon. And I commented on it, and it's so fun because we have this screenshot. And I commented, and I was like, oh my God, can we obsess over Ricky Dillon together? 
<laughs> so we immediately were like, oh my God, we love Ricky. He's so funny, you know? So um, Courtney had already kind of like met him mm-hmm. and stuff. So whenever DC came around, um, he inter- he introduced me to Ricky and that's when I met Ricky Dillon. Oh. <laughs> it sounds weird. It feels weird saying his old name. <laughs> that's when I met Ricky. <laughs> Which was going to be my next question. I was going to say, how did you meet Courtney? Because I was going to say, you two have the, like the best relationship ever. Like, it's great. yeah, um, we've 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 both like through our YouTube journey since 2015. Because I like to group us together, even though Courtney's been on YouTube way longer than I have. We've both gone through a lot of stuff together, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what's kind of like made us closer. Yeah, you gotta go through those trials and tribulations and yeah. build that yeah. bond. Yeah. That's great. I which goes to my next topic, um, the podcast. So Courtney and Felicia does a podcast together called Overheard in the Pantry. Totally check it out. It's on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else. I, I think it's just wherever. I think you can get it wherever. <laughs> That's what I'm always saying. I'm like wherever you listen. <laughs> um. So what kind of sparked up that idea of the podcast? Because I listen to it and it's always great. Thank you. So it's like, I just want to know, like, what's go- what goes on behind the scene? Like, what sparked up this idea of the podcast? So I love podcasts. So I, I don't know. I just, and Courtney and I, whenever we talk, we literally talk for hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need to be recording this, Courtney. Like, this is great. Uh, because, like, I'll go out and visit him in L.A. And we'll just literally sit on the couch for, like, eight hours until the sun goes down and just talk. About <laughs> <laughs> anything and everything. So when we decided to start a podcast, we threw about a bunch of ideas. Mm-hmm. Courtney and I both love Degrassi. Have you ever seen Degrassi? Yeah. Both of us love Degrassi. We grew, we both grew up, like, basically the same, except we never knew each other. <laughs> we were like, we should start a podcast about Degrassi. <laughs> so that was because we got to figure out we're like what should we talk about so then we were like you know what let's just get on there and just be us and we'll we're kind of like older stands of stuff right so we'll get on there and just talk and just share with the world our experiences because lord knows we feel like we're experienced <laughs> I'm talking like we're like grand, grand at the uh, nurse at home, but yeah, we just feel I don't know. We love talking about pop culture, and it's just a fun thing for us. Why the name "Overheard in the Pantry"? <laughs> um, there <laughs> in the hotel. The pantry. <laughs> In the hotel that um, Playlist Love Orlando is hosted in, there is a place called The Pantry, and that is my favorite thing in the whole entire world, right? I love The Pantry. Do you like The Pantry? Yeah, my first time going, I was like, oh my god, there's so many options. I love this. Oh my god. And The Pantry used to not be there. You know, have you, were you there? It used to be a food court down there, and it was not The Pantry. The Pantry is beautiful and amazing. So we were just, I don't know, we were, we were... I don't even know how we came up with it, but we were like, you know what? Sometimes when you're in the pantry at Playlist Live, you hear some things, and we're going to share with you what you hear in the pantry <laughs> sometimes. So come on into the pantry, get your snacks. That's a perfect fit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Which, by the way, the pa- if you're going to Playlist this year, go to the pantry. It's honestly... The get best. their um, get a cheese pizza, get the grilled cheese, get the little brownie bites, get the froyo. I haven't seen any of that, but I'm going to look out for it when I go. Please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something 
something else that Felicia also does uh, is she's a part of a company called WeSearch. Um, well, actually not anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's nothing. There's nothing bad. I just don't have um, time <laughs> to commit to it. And I felt bad because I wasn't like committing a lot of time to WeSearch. And so I was like, you know what? Right now, I've got too much going on. Something has to give. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I might work with them again in the future, but. We'll just scrap that. But I did do my research. It shows I did my research about Felicia. <laughs> How long have you been a Taylor Swift fan? Because I noticed you're like a hardcore fan. Yes. I... Ever. Forever. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm 27, guys. So, I'm like a little bit older. But, like I said before, I don't know why I keep talking about how old I am. <laughs> um, so, I started listening to Taylor Swift when her first album came out. Because I was, sh- she's like... How many years older than me? She's like two or three years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm the perfect demo for her. And it, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool because, um, you know, people usually like write an album and then it comes out like a year or so after they've written it. Mm-hmm. And what I've found is most of the times she's writing an album and during the writing process, she's the same age I am as it comes out. So it's really cool because whenever it comes out, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going through this stage of life. And it feels like she really gets me it's you know like she's right with you it's really what i'm going through because at the time she was writing it she was going through that yeah. too so it makes but i've been a taylor swift fan since her first album i saw her live when she was wearing the cowboy boots and the glitter dress oh uh, throwback <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't know because like i was like how do you feel like when you see things like mainly like negative things towards taylor you know because i feel like the media just loves to like pick and choose like the bad stuff about her and yeah. it's like, I don't know, like, as a as a fan, like, how does that make you feel sometimes? Um, it's annoying, but I also understand that people in the media, specifically, like, the media articles, like, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, I understand why they're doing it, because it's going to get them clicks, because yeah. people want to hear, what did Taylor Swift do today? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. But... It also like makes me sad because it's a, she's a real person at the end of the day, and um, I don't care who you are. That stuff's gonna affect gonna you. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. Because I honestly, because I feel like people don't give Taylor Swift enough credit. Truth be told, now I'm not like, I'm not like the hugest Taylor Swift friend, but I know like when credit needs to be given, it should be given. She writes her songs. Yeah, and, and that's it, the most I can ask for an artist. Like I want if I'm listening to you, I want to know that you had a hand in this. You know? Yeah. I mean, her album Speak Now, she wrote the entire thing herself, no co-writers. hmm And she was, like, a teenager. So. Talent. Honestly. Talent. Her mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I like about Taylor Swift is that, say what you want about her, she knows how to put on a really good show. Oh, yeah. I watched Reputation. I watched Reputation on Netflix. Uh-huh. And it was just, just to see everything kind of put together, it was really amazing. Like, my mind was blown. I'm like, wow, I didn't know Taylor had to see her, but I was surprised. Yeah. It's incredible. She, um, she tries to make, like, a, wor- a world for her fans who, like, you know, if you're going through something, you know, you can come to this world and forget about it yeah, for like, a minute and experience this magical, Yeah, it's like a crazy connection thing. with the audience and Taylor herself. Like, especially yeah, it little... feels like she's talking directly to you. Like, we're in a stadium, and she somehow finds a way <laughs> to word stuff. <laughs> she, it makes you feel like you're, like, sitting one-on-one with her. It's crazy. Yeah. It's great. 
because that's also something I like about her. It's like her connection with her fans is like really unbreakable. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of hard to find that with a lot of artists nowadays because it's more about like popularity and fame instead yeah. of having a fan base. So it's like totally, I have no issue with her. I love her. Okay, well, let's go to open floor. So this is a portion of the show. You can ask me whatever you want to ask me. Talk about whatever topic you want to talk about. Up to you. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> what do you think about Thank You Next, the album? Oh, yeah, it just came out last night. I love it. I I did not care that much for Sweetener. That was not my favorite oh, album. Yeah. I liked a couple of songs off of Sweetener, but it wasn't like, I love every song. I love every song on Thank You Next. Well, I don't, why, do, why do people not like Sweetener? Like, what's wrong with I don't Sweetener? know. I don't know what it was. I didn't like the production. There are some songs on there that I like, but overall, it's not something that I listen to, like, straight through. You know, like, I've mm-hmm. got my favorite songs that I listen to off of that. I, I never really, I think it's mainly, a lot of people just have a problem with Pharrell producing a lot of the songs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, they kind of sound similar and the same. So yeah. I, I think that's probably why a lot of people have, like, that issue of, like, we want to hear more versatility from Ariana instead of, like, the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and I think Thank You Next, a lot of the songs were produced by Max Martin, so it's, like, more pop. Mm. And I think Poppy. that's what it, probably what it was. A lot of people wanted more of that sound from Ariana. Mm-hmm. But at least she experimented. Yeah. It worked. Sort that's of always kinda. fun. <laughs> um, what's your top favorite, like, let's say three songs off Thank You Next? I like Bad Idea. Mm-hmm. And I like NASA. Love NASA. And I like In My Head. Um, my three, I love Bloodline. I don't know what it is, but I love it. I do too. That's another one that I've been playing a lot today. Mm-hmm. And NASA. And I like Makeup. Yeah, yeah. Me too. They're all good. Yeah, like, Ariana, you really delivered this album. Yeah. <laughs> you were present. <laughs> you were in the moment. <laughs> um, what do you think of the video? Uh, for Break Up With Your Girlfriend. I don't know. I didn't want to like Break Up With Your Girlfriend because I just, like, obviously I like her and I like her music, but I don't like that. I don't like the idea of that. No, that's, and I said this on my own podcast too, and I don't care if people come for me. Like, that sounds like something that you would see on like a 2002 Hollister chart. Like, Break Up With Your Girlfriend on board, like, but it's stuck in my head. So I guess she's one. Yeah, because I was also kind of like, I can't. So when I first heard about the title, I was a little like kind of nervous for her. I was like, oh, I was like, Ariana, that's a really risky title. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know how people are going to react to that. I don't think it's going to be a good idea. Because the next you know, the media's like, oh, Ariana Grande, she's a homewrecker. Like, I'm like, yeah. no, no. But I actually love it. The music yeah. video, that one part when she came to the party with the ponytail, I literally yelled. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. <laughs> you should have done a reaction I know but it was like so late I was like I'm tired I'm gonna watch this and I'm gonna go to bed and it gave me so much energy I wish I would have recorded yeah <laughs> but that was honestly but I think the video could have had more yeah cause I feel like okay we're in parties the same kind of scene basically uh-huh. just a different hairstyle yeah basically but, but I don't know maybe she just wanted to be simple yeah. But there's but we have room. Um we got other songs, more videos. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to see her on tour? I don't know. I if I see her, I wanna see her with uh, my friends in LA because they're like big fans of her too. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna go to LA for that. Mm. 
or not. Like, cause I like her, I do, but I'm not like, like I flew to LA to see Taylor Swift with my friends, you know. So, mm-hmm. But so it's not that same level. Yeah, it's like you you like her, but it's like like you're not like heavily in love. To yeah, see yeah. I, I got that. I don't know. Usually, I'm not the one in charge of this. So <laughs> I, you're not. No, because usually the person who is I'm interviewing is in charge of this. I'm like, hey, I just answer whatever you want to know. <laughs> Breeze through the questions real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any others? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a few, like, after we did this in a Q&A, that the, that questions people sent in. Okay. People um, sent in questions for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have some. Jesus. Do you want to jump to those? We could do that, yeah. And I'll maybe try to put a little bit more thought into them so I don't breeze through them. Uh, I don't know how long we've been recording for. I don't know. We stopped and started yeah. again over and over. <laughs> I don't think anybody sent you questions for me. I think you are mistaken. No, I, don't think I, anybody I have has questions me. for Felicia. For at Felicia, if there are questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first one from Twitter comes from Melissa, and she says, Oh my God, wig, my favorites. What's your favorite YouTube event you've been to? Ooh. So first off, out of Playlist and VidCon. I prefer playlist because it feels just more like intimate, relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. VidCon is stressful. Um, probably, I don't know a specific one that was my favorite. This past one was pretty good. Playlist Live Orlando. Mm-hmm. My favorite ones are always Playlist Live DC, just because those are so like smaller. Smaller and more relaxed and stuff. Did they? They had. Um, I don't know if they're having playlist live DC this year though. No clue. Because I know they did Tri State last year, but that was more Which like was, a pop up thing. Yeah, we literally like flew in and then like left like two days late. Like it was crazy. Um, and it was just like it was in one room. It was yeah, a warehouse. I saw that. And everything was there. Like we walked in and we're like, "Well, Ricky, there's your <laughs> There's the main stage. There's your main. <laughs> it's not like sectioned off like uh, the other ones are. It was very small and it was very quick. It was a day. It was Saturday. They had like a pre-show thing on Friday, and that was it. We basically spent half the time in New York, half the time in New Jersey. I mean, hopefully they bring my playlist to DC. Yeah, but I love playlist live DC. I love playlist in general at all. Um, last playlist, yeah. There's always there's there's always little parts of it that you're like, uh, I didn't like that much, you know, yeah. obviously, but <laughs> there's always something that happens at a YouTube event. But I think what's speaking of that, I think the reason why we, we won't probably have ever put have well worse, we won't probably never have played with DC again is because of the whole Bryce Hall thing. And they probably yeah. won't let us come back. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um on Instagram, Alyssa asks another question. She says, what's your favorite memory from the past year? One of my favorite memories from the past year is when Courtney, Ricky, and I saw Taylor at the Rose Bowl. It was just a fun time. Courtney and I, like, we got a little hotel in Pasadena, and um, we just kind of, we went there the day before the concert so we could get up the next day and, like, go check out the Rose Bowl, and it was just so relaxing. Like, we oh my gosh you could make your own waffles at this hotel oh <laughs> so we had like waffles and nutella and then we like 
spent the day relaxing and getting ready. And then Ricky came to the hotel and we all finished getting ready. And then we just went and we had such a fun time. It was so fun. And then we ended up walking all the way back to the hotel because the traffic was horrible. How far was the hotel? It wasn't that far. <laughs> it took, <laughs> it probably took us like 30 minutes to walk back. But it was just, I don't know. It was just a fun time. I had a great time that day. Yeah, I saw the vlog. It looked pretty fun. Thanks. Um, her other question is, why are you so gorgeous? Oh, she's so sweet. Thank I you, know. Alyssa. We need to an answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> um... Kabar 4.0 on Instagram asks, best place you have traveled to and why? The best place I've traveled to. One, so the first time that I ever flew anywhere, I went to Cleveland, Ohio. And this was in, I think it was like the beginning of 2015. That was the first time I flew anywhere. And I went because I somehow snatched up tickets for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame introduction ceremony. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was the first time I'd been, that was the farthest I'd ever been from home, which is South Carolina. And I just really loved Cleveland. I don't know what it was, but like just walking around, everyone was like friendly. It was like a really clean city. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, the vibe there was really cool. Like everybody was really chill and it's like all musically because like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there and that's their big thing. And I don't know, it was just a really nice place. Next question comes from Jim Ball's YT, and he asks, "What's your favorite Pokemon?" So I uh, I did not grow up playing Pokemon. Me neither. I'll start out with that. <laughs> then when Pokemon Go came out, I decided to jump on that. Um, when Playlist Live DC, the, the Playlist Live DC after Pokemon came out, that's all we did was play Pokemon. And um, my friends Ricky and Shelby still play Pokemon Go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So um, I think my favorite one is Mew Mew? something, the cat one. Or. You're asking me like I know. (laughs) And there's also one that looks like a seal. And it might be called seal. I like the cute ones. Eevee. Evie's my favorite. I know that one. <laughs> Evie's my favorite. Evie has different forms. I'm sure they all do. But Evie is like, there's all kinds of different Evies. And Evie's always cute. I like Evie. That's my answer. <laughs> I love Evie. So, at least you know more Pokemon than I do. All, all I know is Pikachu. That's it. I get Pikachu. <laughs> that would have been a simple answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, so those are all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got um, questions. <laughs> <laughs> Something I always want to ask, like other YouTubers, is like being that in this day and age, a lot of people kind of are experiencing mental health things and things like that. Um, so I always want to ask other creators, like, do you think the internet can be good or bad for your mental health? That is, that's something that's very interesting and something that I like do think about a lot. I could not imagine being a child with the way the internet is right now mm-hmm. like I was I was just talking the other day and Instagram didn't co- even come out until I was already in college like I didn't have Instagram in middle school so I can't imagine what it's like to have stuff like and Snapchat Snapchat wasn't out until I was in college I can't imagine what it's like to have things like Snapchat or Instagram <clears throat> during 
those years where you're growing up because it's already kind of like hard enough as it is as an adult mm-hmm. looking at people on Instagram who look perfect and you're like oh my gosh I wish I looked like that so I can't imagine what it's like with a kid but at the same time that stuff was kind of happening mm-hmm. just in a different way we were looking at magazines yeah. and like Billboard stuff on the tel- yeah, TV <laughs> so I don't know there's big benefits to having the internet I mean like we can experience cultures that we would never have been I mean I could pull up a vlog from like Tokyo somewhere I've never been and like watch this or like um the UK whenever I got into the UK vloggers I was like oh my gosh I never knew everything about like you know Brighton and like you know all this stuff that I'm like I would have never known about any of this if 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 I didn't watch them so I think it's a great learning tool and I also like I can see where people growing up or just people just in general could like really struggle with it and struggle with their self-image because of the things we see on the internet and people are mean like people will just be mean just to be mean on the internet and that I mean there's no way that doesn't affect that can't I mean like you know if you have millions of people saying like mean stuff about you then you're gonna be like uh yeah like, like you said, it is a great learning tool, but I feel like over time, it's going to develop into, like, instead of, like, using the internet to learn, it's more of like, okay, well, let's use the internet to show off how many followers I can get. Let's show, right. Let's, let's showboat and things like that. Yeah. And I feel like people think, I feel like now a lot of people think that's the only reason for the internet is mm-hmm. just to look pretty and look great. Mm-hmm. And they tend have to- followers. Yeah. And they get, like, disconnected from reality. And oh yeah, and it's 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 very. I'm sure you've had experience with it too because you're in the same space as me. We're in a space where it is all about followers, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to find people that are genuine. Yeah. Whenever you're trying to make friends in this space, because like YouTube is big, but YouTube is also very small. Mm-hmm. So we kind of all kind of like we- interact in some way or another, you yeah. know. So it's it's very hard to navigate friendships in the social media space and world and figure out who is all about the followers and who who's real genuine yeah because like it is a great place to meet friends you will make a lot of great friends on the internet but it's like at the same time it's like just like felicia said it's kind of it's like a guessing game it's like Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're gonna get whether it's Mm -hmm. genuine or whether it's for like popularity yeah and um which I don't really understand why people are like that to begin with. It's like, why can't you just be genuine with people straight up front instead of yeah. trying to use them for something, for your own mm-hmm. benefits? I think a lot of times people don't realize that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They think that they're going in and being genuine, but really in the back of their mind, they have a motive. They're wanting something else. Mm-hmm. As a kid growing up, I'm pretty sure social media really isn't tailored to protect kids and mm-hmm. which is something because i see a lot of like parents and things like oh this is not suitable for children my children watch you you shouldn't be doing this it's like it's not made to protect children mm-hmm. and it's like when they experience like things like cyberbullying and things like that because i feel like some people see that as like oh that's building character mm-hmm. but it's just really just making things worse for kids for when they yeah. get older it's like well yeah. i don't know how to react to things like this Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Social media, it, it's it's a wild place. Yeah, it's just, it's hard to tell what's real 
basically yeah. and what's not real because some people see things that aren't real and think oh that's what i need to go after that's what i need to like idolize and look like youtube now mm-hmm. how do you like what do you think about it like do you think it do you think youtube now could have the opportunity to make things easier for small creators or do you think that youtube is in a way working against smaller creators i don't know it's it's hard to tell at any point what the what is going on recently like i've been having the weirdest videos in my recommended it'll be videos that were uploaded like a year ago and i'm like why is this in my recommended and i'll look in the comments and it's been in everybody's recommended too so i don't really know what is going on there i i feel like um i feel like the content that people are uploading is like changing and i feel like people are getting bored quicker than they did before with the videos that are out like i mean for a long time people were fine with the challenge video like that's great that's fun but i feel like nowadays like if like a new thing comes out and a new style of videos like if like story times or something like people are over that in like two months and they want to see something new mm-hmm. so i think it's just kind of hard because the fact that youtube has grown so much and the audiences have grown so much and there's tons of tons of people watching even more so than before that it's just kind of i don't know i think it's just it's hard and it's i mean it's always been hard to make it on youtube but i really like i don't know I don't know what to do to break through, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it takes. I, it, it almost feels like it feels like you've got to do some kind of crazy PR stunt or something yeah. to, like, break through nowadays. And, like, I don't want to do that. I'm yeah. not into that. <laughs> I'm not into, like, some kind of, like, fake, like, YouTube Logan Paul fight or something. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I'm not down for that. I'm not that kind of person. Because <laughs> I, I always felt like YouTube kind of when it comes to like trying to like put new people in the spotlight, they make it hard on purpose. Mainly because the smaller channels can't really uh, get in that revenue and that money. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you can't do what we want you to do, we're not going to let you do what you want to do. So it's, it's definitely a business at that at this point. Yeah. In 2019, it's a business, and I totally understand from a business perspective, but it does make it really hard for people that are trying to make YouTube now. But then at the same time, I have to remember the people that are big on YouTube that are like the OGs didn't start for that reason. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I think if you're, obviously we all want to be successful, but just like in reality, like it's not going to happen to all of us. It's just reality, you know? It sucks, but it's just reality. So at the end of the day, I think as long as you're making content that's fun for you and that you enjoy and it's something that you would watch mm-hmm. I think you can maybe find some type of fulfillment that way yeah because I feel like a lot of people go in with the mindset of like oh I'm going to be famous overnight and you know I'm going to be next big thing and it's like when, like like you said before the original people they did it mainly for entertainment and yeah. for fun and I feel like when you walk in with that mindset it becomes a more enjoyable process and mm-hmm. The success is just like an extra additive. Yeah, because I mean, I know, and I don't know if you've felt this, done this before too, but I know whenever I've put up a video just for like putting up a video's sake or like put up something because I'm like, oh, this is the new trend right now and I don't really like it. Like, 
it makes it even worse when it doesn't do well. But if yeah. it's a video that I like care about, if it only gets like, you know, a few views or whatever, I'm like, that's fine. I loved making that video and it's important to me. Yeah. Cause it's like when you, when you're happy, cause I don't know, for me, it's like when I'm happy doing the content that I like to do, I have more fun. Yeah. And I feel and like your audience enjoys it better cause they can tell that you're being having a good time. Mm-hmm. But it's like when I feel like, cause there were times where I did things just for like popularity. Yep. And when I did, I was like, okay, well, this does that feel like me? This doesn't really fit, you know, my mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I don't think I can keep this up. I'm just gonna stop and yeah. do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also it's like I feel like a lot of people there's like this fear of like, oh, what if I'm doing what I want to do? People don't like it. It doesn't mm-hmm. take off. Mm-hmm. then what and it's like that's a true feeling and mm-hmm. what I would say is like you just gotta I don't know you just gotta take a shot take a chance yeah. and see what happens um cause some of the videos that I had no clue what was gonna happen they did good yeah I literally never expected any reaction video to get views yeah like me neither. I had no idea yeah, because like whenever when I did my first reaction video, I was like, okay, just probably like five views, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it did good. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really cool when that happens. Yeah, so it's like definitely don't if you're like a small YouTuber listening to this or you're thinking about doing YouTube, have fun with it. Yeah, be authentic, and if because if it shows, people will like you for you. Mm-hmm. And you'll go far with that. I don't know. Is there anything you want to ask me? Like, anything you want to know about me? Are you coming to Playlist? Yes, are you? Yeah. Yay. I don't have it all set together yet, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> um, oh, which, by the way, by the time you're all listening to this, we're probably at Playlist now. Oh, that's cool. Because it's going to come out on March 1st, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we'll be at Playlist. Yeah, so um, if you're listening to this while at Playlist, hi. <laughs> Hopefully we're having a good time in yeah. Orlando. There's one thing, because I, I need to get both sides of the story to this situation. Um, So let me let me just start from the beginning. So it, back in September, like Felicia was just defending her friend Ricky Dillon, because people were like liking a tweet talking about him, which is right. Um, and then... Uh, era was kind of like well you know it's just a joke it's not that serious you know what's the point of like blocking people and this and the third and it just kind of like went from that and same question that I asked era I want to kind of ask Felicia was like was there any like past issue before that happened because I felt because from the outside looking in it just seemed like you know something had to happen beforehand before that yeah so okay so I'm just going to kind of speak in general about this not about a specific person I'm just going to kind of talk in general Mm -hmm. so kind of like we were saying before we have all these youtube events we go to right Mm -hmm. and you see people at these youtube events and that's kind of the only time you talk to them right Mm -hmm. so to me that is kind of someone that is an acquaintance i'm not really close to people that i i don't really have a relationship with people that i might see only in the hallway at a convention center right Mm -hmm. so um Whenever I'm the kind of person that whenever you are, whenever just in general somebody's talking about or, um, yeah, just talking about somebody that I am really close with, that's somebody that I talk to every day that, like, you know, I, I'm really good, genuine relationship with. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see anybody doing that, it really upsets me. You can talk about me all day long. I don't care. But if it's somebody that I care about and I know that this could potentially hurt them 
it really hurts me. So, um, so if that's happening, I don't want to see it because it upsets me. Uh-huh. So if there's a way for me to remove that to where I'm not getting upset, uh-huh. then I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's as far as something would go. If there's anybody that I've ever cut off, I'm not, I'm not going to cut you off if I have a genuine relationship with you. If I have a problem with you, I'm going to come to you and talk to you about it. Like, yeah. you know, if, I, if I'm really close, for, but if it's, it's that, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I I completely understand where you're coming from. It's like when you're like trying to protect someone and you really care about someone, you're going to do what you can to just make sure that they're okay and, you know, that it doesn't go on any longer, the problem at hand. Yeah. So it's like I I completely understand where you're coming from. And it's like, I don't know. It was just like, I was just, it it just caught me off guard when it happened. And I was like, I was like, you know, because I respect you both equally. Uh-huh. When I see people I respect and kind of admire going at it, it's like, it kind of hurts. I was like, oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like her I'm going sorry. at it. But no, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not usually public about stuff like this, mm-hmm. but this was already something that was public. And yeah. um, the person that you're talking about um, was not a target. That was one of several people that Wasn't I removed. Mm-hmm. That I removed. But this particular one person was the only one that kind of the background kind of got public gotcha understood if that makes sense does that answer your question because i can talk yeah because i i just want to like kind of i just want to know like like what happened to make this happen you know kind of just like clear the air just in case you know there's a chance of like making men's with people and just moving forward you know if that makes sense it does sometimes you have to like remove negative situations from your life and to really kind of have a clear space so it's like i completely understand yeah and it's kind of like you know i've been like i said before um courtney and i both we've i mean we've together gone through a lot of things so at this point it's kind of like i don't want to deal with anymore i just want to like be positive and have nice people around me and I don't, I don't want to wonder whenever I do happen to see somebody what's going on. Because, like, what is, this is the last thing. <laughs> that, um, and this is, again, in general. But, like, um, whenever, whenever we speak, we, we have word. We, we, whenever we use words, they may mean something differently to somebody else. But what the intent is behind it is very relevant I think um for example I've had a family I've had a family member before look at my like dad and be like I can't believe you raised a liberal I'm not offended by being called a liberal but the intent behind that was was mean you know so I don't I don't care what you're calling somebody if the intent behind it is mean then that's kind of kind of you know taken into consideration you know I I can feel that well other than that I think we're done question wise with my list. Things. I'm supposed to say things before we <laughs> How do you edit? Do you edit in Final Cut Pro? No, I do iMovie. Thanks for coming on. I've looked forward to this conversation for a really long time. So I was like, it's nice to finally have it. Yeah. Um, we've never, I mean, we've only ever met like briefly. Yeah, it was like more of a high and by type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Felicia, all of Felicia's stuff will be down below. If you want to check her out her channel, follow her on social media. Any final words you want to say? Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. It was. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening to Social Media Introvert, and I will see you all next time. Bye.